This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. AMI Audio provides news, stories, and entertainment that matter to Canadians with disabilities. Here are a few ways to access AMI Audio's content. With a digital TV package, you can listen to AMI Audio for free. Visit ami.ca/schedules to find AMI Audio content on your cable provider. All original AMI Audio shows are also available in podcast format. Visit ami.ca/podcasts for a full list of podcasting platforms you can find us on. Happy listening. This is Double Tap Canada. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call or text us at 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet at Double Tap Canada. Find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada and a brand new year. It's 2021. Well, you know, 2020 went so well, we thought we'd give it a go again in 21. Um, I'm hoping that uh, the entire universe isn't based on us, because if it is, we've got some problems. Uh, Mark Aflalo's here. Hello, Mark. Hello. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you guys as well. Sean Priest is there somewhere. Hello, Sean. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Mark. Happy New Year's to you all. 2021. Huh? It's the future. Yes, that's right. The future is here. Isn't it great? Yeah, I know. Um, okay, well, look, we've got lots to talk about on the show today. I've, I'll be honest, I'm a bit distracted this week. Um, when am I not distracted anymore, it seems? Um, Man, come on. It's, 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 we feel like we're still on vacation, right? It's yeah, a kind of vacation, kind of even though we work. I know. And let's be honest, I mean, yeah. this doesn't work. I mean, no matter how you play it. I mean, we like to pretend it is, but you know, it's not really. Sorry, did I let something out there? No, I'm have? sweating um, here. No, just don't worry. My wife's not listening. We're good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, the key good. thing. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, it's a tech show. Uh, my wife, she always says to me, I must listen in one day. Now, she's been saying that. I've been in this business now uh, 20 years. So any day now. Um, but, yeah. Stephen, I was on my wife's phone, and I was going through something popped up on Instagram, and I said, hey, uh, honey, do you mind if I follow me? On Instagram, is that okay if I follow me on Instagram? <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, that, that's a good idea. That way, I could see what you post." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, thanks." That was the idea. <sighs> it's the support um, we get. So, look, are we all relaxed? Are we all feeling good? Yeah, yeah, I am actually. It's you know, it's hard to get yeah. back into it, isn't it? Well, especially when you haven't really done anything. I mean, that's no, the whole that's, point, yeah. isn't it? We're just yeah. sitting here. I'm in a country that is being ravaged by this virus at the moment. So, you know, we can't go anywhere. We can't virus. do anything. Virus? What virus? Yeah, oh, have you not heard? Oh, it's, it's really, it's uh, it's, it's, a, it's quite a thing. I oh, think wait, this wait, year. They, they told me 2021 is going to be a whole new year. It's going to be all different. So oh, yeah. This, you, well, you thought that it was like not reset. Just yeah. This, this isn't like a computer, you know. You don't just hit the reset button and oh. all kind your problems go away. Because I think back to Y2K... And midnight happened, nothing happened, and we were all good. So there was no more, more no more fear. So this is not the same thing. Yeah, and of course that decade was brilliant. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, uh, it's so it's fun again, isn't it? It's, it's all going to be great. It's all going to be fine. We've got vaccines now. It's all lovely. Oh, thanks, Sean. Well, look, you've tried to cheer us all up. That's good. Uh, look, I'd like to say that um, I've, I'm pre- I'm prepared and I'm ready for this week's program. Uh, we all know that's a lie, um, but pr- there is a reason this week. I think I'm still on the come down. Although, can you really come down from a sugar high if you don't stop eating sugar? 
nope. It kind no, of just stays no, there. Okay, so I'm staying then. I'm, I'm continuing then through my sugar high. Um, but what I decided to do today, and this is why I'm not as prepared as I would like to be for today's program, so I apologize in advance. Uh, you know I've got the Oculus Quest 2, the, the VR headset, yeah, and you've got one as well, Mark, right? i got to charge and that up. I'm, Thanks for reminding me. Well, yeah, well, this was my thing as well. So everything's been on charge. Um, although what I cannot work out is how to charge these little hand controller things. You don't, you do you don't charge them. You just you just change the battery. Well, oh, right. Oh, Batteries. Okay. Oof. God, it's right. like 1980. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does feel a bit like that, doesn't it? Well, you can't charge it up. Rubbish. Throw it away. Uh, but no, anyway, I've got those. And I was thinking, you know, what I'd like to do is, uh, you know, I love this truck game I, I enjoy playing called Euro Truck Simulator. And I've been checking out YouTube videos over the holiday season of other people playing that game using the Oculus Quest 2 headset. Now, one of the things this game has, it's not a VR game, but it has got eye tracking capability. So the VR headset essentially just becomes an eye tracker. And when you wear the headset, you can sort of look around the cab as you're driving and all of that. So it kind of gives you the impression it's almost... Enthralling. It's like flat VR. Um, If that excites you, then you're going to love this uh, first 10 minutes of the show. Um, So, yeah, I thought what I'll do is I'll get it all hooked up. But I don't have a a really good PC that I can hook it all up to. I don't have a gaming PC or anything like that. But I do have a very decent MacBook Pro that, of course, has been completely destroyed by the new Mac Mini M1 at, you know, a tenth of the price or something. I mean, it was ridiculous. So I'm using my Mac Mini for pretty much everything. And this little MacBook... I say little, it's 15 inch, but it's sitting there and it's doing nothing. So I'm thinking, well, what will I do? So I, I've boot camped Windows 10 onto it, thinking, well, it's got, you know, 32 gig of RAM. It's got a dedicated AMD uh, card in there, graphics mm-hmm. card. It's got, you know, the i9 processor. It's all specced up, ready to go. So that's going to be my gaming machine. So what I've been doing today in lieu of preparation for this program is setting up a gaming machine, which has been a lot of fun. You know, you just, you just like an epiphany, like the glass broke in my head. I'm like, why have I been waiting to do this? I've been, I honestly know I've, I've reached out to so many companies. I'm like, can you send me a gaming machine? Alienware, can you send me the new Aurora? I have a machine that I've started to build here, but I've been waiting for the NVIDIA, like the RTX 3000 cards mm-hmm. because they're more affordable. Yeah. And I, so, I, so I've had this machine sitting here for about a year that I've been meaning to build specifically more recently because I want to use Flight Simulator in VR. Yes. Yep. And I tried to install it on my son's computer, which is a great gaming machine, but it's 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 a couple generations old, and it didn't really work very well. And here, Stephen is just telling me that I have everything I need right here. Well, I, I didn't think of it either until last week when I was thinking, well, I'm sitting here with this machine. I'm not really using it, if I'm honest, because I've got and I'm not going to lie to you guys. My wife uh, did surprise me with something uh, <clears throat> rather uh, shocking on Christmas Day. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I was—I was, I must admit—I was over the moon when she presented me with a MacBook Pro 13 with M1. Oh, I couldn't believe it, oh, and I thought M1'd all over the, the place. How many computers do you need? I well, uh, clearly three. Didn't uh, we just talk about the fact you just found a Mac Mini lying around? Well, I did find a Mac Mini. Yes, <laughs> so uh, it was a Mac Mini underneath a box of mince pies. Um, this is Literally. the world I live in. Literally sitting under, yeah, a, yeah unplugged and, and doing nothing. That, incidentally, is an amazing little machine for its age. It's a 2011 Mac Mini. And I remember, Sean, I think I was telling you about this. I'd taken it into the computer shop where I tend to buy a lot of my kit. It's a it's a charity computer shop, really. They, they give the money that's made off the computers to charity. So I kind of like going there. And um, 
it's the only decent thing in my life I do. So I uh, excuse to buy more stuff. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's I mean, for basically, it's feeding my addiction, but but feeling good about it. You know, it's it's a nice thing. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll let's see how this works. And he had upgraded it to eight gig RAM, which is the m- most you can put in it, and uh, five twelve gig SSD. And you know, considering it's twenty eleven, it only runs macOS High Sierra. It flies. It absolutely flies. The SSD is obviously yeah. given the power there, but it, it, or the, the capability. But it's it's going to be great for a lot of the stuff I do. So now, yeah, now I've got four computers. I have that um, same that same Mac Mini uh, in a box, but the graphics card went like mm. it did blue, and it, it's on board on that machine. So yeah. um, it, it went do. after, and this and and that was probably a twenty. God, it was it was earlier than twenty eleven in my, my version, but I had SSD and everything was great. And it just the graphics went, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm done. Yeah, can Isn't you that... not put? Uh, I was going to say, can you not put one of those external graphics cards on it? No, uh, no, maybe you would need a, a USB C port when you or a Thunderbolt port. They have Thunderbolt, but it doesn't. Yeah, uh-huh. good question. You know what? Uh, sometimes you just got to move on. No, well, you, do, you give it to a blind person, right? Because you know they don't need a screen, so it's fine. Give it to Stephen; he needs more. Unfortunately, I don't. You know, it doesn't even boot anymore because of the no. lack of graphics. So, um, I'd love to donate that, but uh, right. I'm sorry, I can't bite my tongue anymore. You can't use a Mac as a gaming machine; it will be terrible. I don't care if you boot camp Windows onto it; it will be awful. AMD graphics? No, you're not. Why? It's not even going to touch Flight Simulator. You can forget that. What are you talking are you about? Kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Awful, awful, awful. What are you talking Negative Nelly here. No, oh. if, you, if you want a gaming PC, you need NVIDIA. That's it. You can't use AMD. I'm it sorry. It did say that. I must no. have installed Steam. Oh. It did say to me today. It yeah. said forget you'd maybe, it. You'd maybe it be better off with you. NVIDIA. Well, because thinking, Steam okay. is made by NVIDIA. Come on. Okay, well, there you go. That, that explains that then. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah, okay, well, that makes sense. But no, I mean, this will work fine. I mean, I've, I've tried... I have to be honest, I don't have all the kit yet. So, you know, obviously, as you know, I can't obviously just do something with the kit I have. I've got to spend more money. So one thing I had to spend on yesterday, uh, although Mark found this hilarious when I told him earlier, uh, I got the cable, the Oculus Quest cable. I don't know if it's Oculus Quest cable, but it's an Oculus cable. <laughs> it's basically a USB-C cable that costs... The Oculus quid. Link cable, it's Oculus called. Oculus Link, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It will bucks. arrive. I like. I likely it will arrive during this program, I guarantee it. Ooh. That's always exciting. It happens every episode uh, now. So this <laughs> is to link something else shows up. So you can connect the Quest to a computer. Yeah. So this because the Quest is usually self-contained. Yeah. The thing is, it's supposed. The reason it's expensive, or at least so they claim, is because it's what fiber optic. So it gives you the power to uh, get the image over a, a longer distance than perhaps you would on a regular cable. I think you can probably just buy a regular cable. It is not fiber it's not, optic. It can't be There's USB. No. no. It's high says quality. It it's USB-C. It says it is. <laughs> it it is says not. it is in the fancy marketing box. <laughs> well, it oh, must be no true. Way. I don't. Now, now, Sean, I need to go back. I don't. I don't. I don't buy this whole MacBook. It's not going to be powerful enough. Yeah. I'm looking at the the minimum system requirements to run Flight Simulator 2020. Yep. yep. It yep. says an Intel Core i5. Yeah. CPU isn't a problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at my specs, and I've got an Intel Core i9, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Uh, RAM, 8 gigs, and I've got 64. Absolutely fine. Not an issue. Windows 10 64-bit. I can run Windows 10 64-bit. Cool. Video card, Radeon RX 570. Awful. Or a GeForce GTX 770. Yeah. 
And on my computer, I've got it's got dedicated graphics. Hang on, it has got it's a Radeon something. Uh, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember. Radeon Pro 5300. Oh, it's the Pro version? Yeah. Oh, well, it's not going to make any difference. Absolutely terrible. No game will run on that graphics card. With four gigs of dedicated GDDR6 memory. No. And the game requires (laughs) two megs of dedicated video memory. You know what minimum system regs are, don't you? That means just to load it up, it could run at two frames per second. Why are you ruining me? Because you need to buy a proper Why are you doing this to me? Spend some money. What do you have against me? What have I ever done to you? Max, what did I do in 2020? I didn't. I'm not the virus. Don't take it out on me. Max, I'm I not just want to play the game. It's, it's the it's the rule. Max, don't Steven, game. Steven, why is he here? I have no idea. Get him out. I, I, I ask myself that I'm every done. week. I have no idea. If he's still um, here, I'm out. I I don't get it. I don't get your problem with this because honestly, it is going to be fine. I've run this game on the Max side with no problems yeah. at all. Is it In fact, be okay? glorious. Steven, it's going to so, be okay. So you know, on the PC side, it's going to be great. And then when you add the cable, which costs. 90 British pounds. What's that again? A million Canadian dollars? Canadian rubles. Yes. Uh, That is going to be beautiful. Although, there is one problem that I've encountered. The Windows side of the Mac laptop doesn't like my OWC dock I've plugged it into. It completely crashed, which reminded me it was a Windows machine every time. Um, So I've got a little issue to deal with on that because I have to have Ethernet plugged in, apparently, or the virtual desktop program I'm running won't work. Although that doesn't matter when I get the cable because then it'll be plugged in and everything will be fine. This is all getting a bit tech nerdy boring. Stephen, (laughs) is it going to be okay? It's going to be great. Stephen's running a game that's about 30 years old. His will work fine. You're trying to run the latest flight simulator. Why are you still here? It won't run at all. I'm just telling you. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to ease you into it. What? Pain? <laughs> Misery? Email us and let us know. Will a Mac run any game at all? No, it won't. Thank you. Uh, speaking of feedback, we'll get your feedback a bit later. And uh, you've all been buying as well, it seems. <laughs> I love it. This has just become a show where people just share all the things they've bought and give initial impressions. I will say the fruit company got a lot of money out of us this year, I think. Um not out of Sean, granted, but out of the rest of us. Thank no, you. nothing from you. But we are going to be talking about uh, your feedback coming up. Also, we're going to get into the news. There's a fantastic story I want to tell you about in a couple of minutes that is all about uh, the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. What's uh, phone, 12 phone? What? iPhone 12 <laughs> phone Pro? I have no idea what I'm saying. But basically, We're so excited. That, I'm so excited about this new feature I want to tell you about uh, that it, I can't even tell you the name of the phone it is on. But it is exciting stuff. So we'll get into all that. That's coming up here. As I say, if you want to get involved, then get in touch. Email uh, feedback at ami.ca. I didn't forget. It's uh, been a long time. How long have I been away? A week? <laughs> <laughs> feedback at ami.ca. And, of course, you can give us a call as well on the number. Details coming up. I'm not coming back if Sean's here. <laughs> Double Tap Canada will be back after this. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. Sean, are you still here? Um, yes. Sorry, Mark. I'm still here. Uh, that means Mark's gone then. Oh, well. It was nice working with Mark. I enjoyed it while it was well. lasting. It's rather annoying because he's producing the show, so I don't know quite what happens now. Do we just talk until um, the end of someone time. at AMI switches us off? Yes. We could do that. I think that's what happens anyway, is it not? (laughs) 
Uh, right, let's get into the news this week. Really exciting story from Seeing AI. You know this app. If you don't, you've got to get this downloaded on your phone. You know, even if you're sighted, get it downloaded. It's worth just playing with. Uh, it's an incredible app. Seeing AI by Microsoft, only available on uh, Apple devices. Weird, right? But yeah. um, I mean, why I not on Android? Android? I thought it would be there by now. Well, so the relationship is clearly going to develop uh, between Microsoft and Google, I think, this year. You know, with the launch of the Surface Duo, the Surface Neo, I think, is coming out. You've got the Duo, haven't you, Mark? Did you buy the Duo? I'm not here. Oh, you're not here. Right. He's still okay. not talking. Okay. Come on, Mark. I'm sorry. You will gain. Well, look, talk to hey, me. I have, I, ignore I've him, got the Duo. Right? I, got, I got the Duo. He's got the Duo. I'm going to get um, Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Is it gorgeous? Uh, it, it it is honestly, it's one of uh, MKBHD rated as the best hinge. Um, it is the best uh, hinge. The best it hinge is a, a new award this year for the best hinge <laughs> wow. on the smartphone awards. You got to check that out. Uh, YouTube dot com slash MKBHD after you go find us on. Uh, yeah, double YouTube. tap. Um, um, yeah, beautiful everything. phone, beautiful piece of machinery. <laughs> Unfortunately. By the time it's released everywhere else in the world, it's going to have two-year-old specs on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe they'll bump that up. That'll be kind of fun. But I'm very it, curious. Is this just not the Pam Pilot of today? I mean, it just seems to me something that's unnecessary. This dual screen no, thing, it's, I don't it's, understand. Yeah, it's getting there. I mean, I think that, that everybody is trying to define what the dual screen is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But no one has quite figured it out just yet. No, so I mean, I could, I could almost it. understand if you were using one as perhaps a touchscreen keyboard. Uh, I know there's a few laptops that we saw at CES last year that did a bit of that, but um, I, d- I don't know. I just don't know what's going to uh, going to be the point of this thing. But it, the key thing is it runs and uh, runs Android, runs Google software, and um, that's a good thing because it means they're not trying to bring back the Microsoft phone. That was utterly depressing. I actually like the Microsoft phone. I'm not Did you? you? Well, go. it wasn't not the hardware as much as the uh, the software. I thought was quite quite good. Quite quite a nice departure from what we were used to at the time. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It was the only time I ever cared about live tiles. Yeah, um, you had no choice. Liked, yeah, because you were stuck <laughs> with them. But I quite liked that because, and I quite liked the design of the Nokia phone. I remember the Nokia one. It came out it was a yellow phone. Uh, and I quite liked that. But other than that, I couldn't care less. No, That was it's just gone. because it was high contrast, right? So you could find it on the table. Exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> one thing I hate about my phone at the moment. I've got the... So I got myself the uh, iPhone 12 mini, as I was telling you last year. Um, but I... Well, I'd say I traded it in or sent it back, but that's a lie. Of course, I've still got it. Uh, but I also decided, you know what? Stuff this. I'm going to get myself a Pro Max, 12 Pro Max. Reason being... Um, so my, my thought process was get the 12 mini because when we're back out on the road again, I want a small phone. I don't want to be carrying something huge around. But it looks as if I'm in the house now for the next 25 years. Hooray. And won't be able to leave until yes. I die. So you're going to so, send Sean the mini? Yeah, uh, well, let's not go too oh. far down that road. Um, but I am going to... <laughs> yeah, see, you've made up all right. Um, well, no, I got myself the I got myself the 12 Pro Max because I thought, right, I'm going to get the benefits of this LiDAR. And am I glad I did? Timing. I thought people detection was the only thing I was going to get to play with. And then seeing AI comes along with an update. Um, and kind of just another under-the-radar typical kind of thing. I, re- I heard about it on another podcast. Yeah, apparently, they do <gasps> exist. Um, I've, I've not heard them uh, other than information about them. They'll all be terrible. Um, but yeah, so I heard about this and it's a feature called World Channel. 
So on Seeing AI, you have a number of different channels for short text or for documents or for uh, currency, color, I think, as well. Different channels on there that give you uh, the ability to scan short text if there's something that pops up on a computer screen or you want to just identify an envelope and, and find out who that present or parcel Parcels or letter is. Yes. Four, yeah. It's amazing. So, it works so it is, well. It's a brilliant app. It's a brilliant app. And, you know, and what gets me about it is that there's hardware out there that we know about, and I won't name names because that's unfair. I'll be nice this year. I'm going to be nice this year. Well done. Um, but there is a lot of hardware out there selling for thousands and thousands of dollars that claims to do, or not even claims to do, just it does the same thing. And um, I'm not sure that it can do it as well. It's what this app can do, and it's completely free. Yes, you've got yeah. to buy the smartphone, fine. But it's still cheaper to buy the smartphone and get all the benefits of that and have this. In fact, you could probably buy four iPhone 12 minis. Which is <laughs> what Stephen's doing. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. Is, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm doing. I'm just basically buying as many phones to prove their point. Um, you can thank me later. but uh, So, yeah, I got this, and... Uh, I've been trying this app, this new feature out, and I've got to say, sometimes these features come along, and you're kind of like, yeah, okay, fine, that's that's nice. I mean, the, the most recent one that came along was Scene, where it, you would take an image, and it would try and work out what was going on in that picture to give you a sense. So, you know, let's think about going to a conference, right? You walk into a room, and you want to know where the group of people are. Well, first of all, wouldn't you just use your ears? But okay, if you don't use your ears, then um, and you are determined to use your phone for everything, you can take a picture and it will tell you, you know, large clump of people over to the right. I think it uses other language, but that's clump. the sense of it. No, I clump. like that. Yeah. Clump. Yeah. Clump of people. Um, won't tell you who any of them are. Won't tell you any of that, but it does give you a sense. And I thought, okay, nice idea, but it's very early days on that. It's awful. We've, we've seen, seen uh, you know, uh, uh, recognise your environment Screen. options before, and it, they just never work very well. I'm Sorry? trying it out. Are you playing with it? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, Sean. I'll, I'll explain something after. <laughs> there you go. He's got so the world we're... channel open. So that's what happens when you when you go into the world channel. It, it basically just identifies what it sees in front of it, and it goes for things like cups, mugs, cats, dogs, and it's doing all this quite cleverly, actually. And and not only does it tell you where the item is, or tell you what the item is. It can actually help you identify where the item is. Now, look, we've all done it, right? We've all put the cup down. We've forgotten it's there. And we know it's on the table somewhere, but we're just not entirely sure where. And we don't want to just reach out because chances are we'll knock it over. With this, you can identify the scene. You can use the world channel, scan the phone around the room. It will pick up on where the cup is. There's then a button you can tap, which will actually then locate, help you locate the cup, and it will give you audible direction to the cup. Now, if you've got AirPods in or any headphones for that matter plugged in, you'll be able to get real kind of 3D spatial sound uh, to na help navigate you towards that thing, whether it be the cup or anything else. Um, I've tried it a number of times. I've blindfolded myself just to give myself complete darkness to try it in. And every single time I've picked the cup up. And it is just amazing. Have you, um, amazing you tried it with the new, the new AirPods Max like to get the spatial sound? Does it work that way? Yes, and it does. It works really well. So I mean, you, I would recommend you buy them anyway. Yeah, so, <laughs> so here's, here's the funny thing. And you realize how cluttered of a space you have when you use this and it just goes completely nuts. Mm. Now, now, it thinks a speaker is a traffic light. 
like one of my studio monitors. It says traffic light, um, which is kind of funny because if I wasn't able to see it, I would wonder why there's a traffic light in my office and how long it's been there for. Um, but it also it puts tags on things, uh, actual physical um, or visual tags on things, and it remembers them. So as you as you kind of rotate around the room, it keeps those tags on things. So it says a bottle, and it'll keep them with LiDAR even in the depth, like where they are in the room. So, And I think kinda... it can even go further than that. I think you can even label them as well to say, you know, this is my cup. You know, and that's the other thing, right? You don't want to just pick up any cup. You want to be picking up your cup. So if you're able to label it, you'll be able to identify yours on a table full of cups, which, again, is amazing. I'm, I'm yeah. blown away by this, Sean. So come on, get yourself an iPhone 12 Pro Max thing and get it played with. <laughs> well, I'm just waiting until the iPhone 13 and then, you know... That your 12 would be going spare. But no, look, LiDAR, this is all down to LiDAR, which makes this so uh, amazing because we've got object recognition before. So, you know, recognizing cups, and we've seen lots of apps that try and do that. But this one uses the LiDAR. So it actually it knows where that object is in the environment, which is amazing, it, you know, how far away it is, which, which is what you need. And I've heard the term thrown around game changing. And it, this honestly could be game changing when it comes to mobility. The the um, you know the last ten yards problem that we've had for so long. GPS can get you in the general direction of a shop or something, but it's that last ten yards of finding that door. You know, battering yeah. off the window like a, a wasp trying to find that door, which is so <laughs> annoying. Now, if you've got something like this that can recognise doors, door handles, and guide you to them. Absolutely amazing. This is why LiDAR was so uh, exciting in the first place, and this is the first use for it. So, um, yeah, this is definitely something where people are going to start saying, I want that LiDAR sensor. Amazing. It's also also re-sparked the conversation about the Apple Car, which is kind of funny, that this little sensor in the iPhone is making people, uh, you know, finally, we've been talking about this for months now, uh, when it came out on the iPad, that is, this is going to have a major role on future Apple products, the glasses. and But now everybody's talking about, oh, you see, they put the LiDAR in there so they could really test it out in the Apple car. I'm like, really, guys? Like, you think they haven't thought of that before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just come up with that idea. Oh, oh you know, it's a bit like earlier when I said to you, let's boot camp our Macs. You know, it's like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah let's yeah. do that. Yeah, let's do That's that. That's exactly how Apple works, yeah. But, you know, um, you just got to, you got to take, look a little bit further when we get the Apple glasses, which are said not to have any camera at all, just the LiDAR. Mm. The use with this, absolutely amazing. I can't wait. This is very exciting. I mean, look, I, I must say, you know, oftentimes you get technology like this. I mean, it's like a bit like the, the AirPods Max as well. I've been very excited about Apple this year. And, you know, I, I tend to get excited and buy things and, and do all that stuff. But then, as you guys know, after a little while, I get fed up. I get bored. And then they just end up lying, you know, dormant for a while. I mean, you know, as much as I love my Bose QC35s, I don't wear them all the time. Um, in fact, and this is the interesting thing. This was, and this is something that I really think is amazing about the new AirPods Pro that I got, uh, the Pro Max. What's it called? Pro AirPods, AirPods Max. Max. I got so mixed up with all these names. Um, <laughs> Apple headphones. Just call them headphones. Come on. Um, but the thing about them is having that transparency mode. And interestingly, yes. So does the you know Bose QC35s. They've got the feature as well, but it's nowhere near as good. And you know, I was finding that. I I don't struggle with loud noise. I, I've never been a problem for me. And I know there are people out there who really do struggle with loud noises um, or loud bangs or anything like that. So around, say, fireworks or anything where there's a bang or a loud, a loud noise or someone shouting or whatever, that can get quite disturbing. 
These really do dull your environment, but they do it in a way that makes everything very comfortable. I feel very chilled, man. Uh, so I'm sitting there with my headphones on, and you know, we're having a conversation. My wife and I are talking away like normal, and I can hear her as clear as day. But you know, everything's just a little bit calmer in my ears. And um, you're saying it calms your wife down. You're unbelievable. <laughs> The normal shouting listen, at you. <laughs> but no, but you, you, it just, I, I don't know what it is. It just does something. And then, of course, the great thing is you can press the button and it disables all the audio <laughs> around you. Off. So you don't hear anything. Um, but, you know, well, the other night she wanted to watch a TV show. Uh, I didn't. So I said, well, I'll watch what I want on the iPad and you watch what you want on the TV. And with the uh, transparency mode off, I, I couldn't hear anything coming out of that TV. And it was on pretty loud. The modern world, think? both in the same room. In their own but in different places. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, and you know, with that, and then of course the processors coming out last year on the new Macs. I mean, it's just been an incredible year for Apple. It's it's an exciting time, and you know, topping it off for this feature from Seeing AI, which is very small in comparison to everything else that's happened. But it is really interesting that the the lidar feature is being used in this way for accessibility. I just find that incredible that that's where they've gone first. You know, Apple did it first with people detection. That was the first example feature. Now Microsoft have done it. I mean, what a commitment to accessibility and not in some kind of nice-to-do way. It's been done in a genuine, this is useful. This is actually something people could use. Yeah. And again, look, this, this, let's not all put the focus just on Apple and their LiDAR sensor. Microsoft, just, I mean, with seeing AI anyway, as we said before, it's amazing and the the amount of work they've put into that. But being the first ones uh, out of the blocks with uh, using that LiDAR sensor, it just shows how committed they are. They haven't just put that seeing AI out and just forgotten about it. They've yeah. constantly updated. There are updates to the scene detection in this latest release with the the world feature as well. There are other updates. Um, but yeah, Microsoft are really committed. And again, I just think, you know, really, you can't put enough praise on Microsoft, which is odd to say. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, look, I, I was setting up my uh, Windows earlier, seeing this on, uh, you know, setting up Windows on the, the, the Mac with Bootcamp. You know, the setup's so much easier. And I've got to say, clearly I haven't boot camped in a while because one thing I didn't know was you don't need to have a USB stick anymore with, you know, 16 gig of memory on it so you can put on the ISO of the Windows. You know, you don't need all that anymore. You just, once you get into boot camp, the Mac just says, right, what do you want to do? What do you want to, you know, Does it? What, what do you want to download? I did Amazing. not know that. I did not yeah, know well, it's, I think it's partly driven by the fact there's no USB drive, really, you can get. There's, well, I don't know if you can get a USB-C memory drive. Uh, you must you be can. able to, yeah. Cost That'll a fortune, probably. I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. Um, look, another one, another story I want to pick up on, which uh, just really surprised me, um, and I'm again, I'm really excited about going into 2021, is from Netflix. So uh, we all know that Netflix has huge amounts of audio description and they've put a lot of work and effort into audio description which is brilliant but they've gone a little bit further than that this time round um they've done something which i've been shouting about companies uh, doing for years and that is making accessibility features mainstream you know it's great that blind people benefit from this but if more people can benefit from something like audio description the better for the service because then what will happen is more people will say oh I don't like this and I don't like that and you should make this this way and you could do it that way and it makes the service better for all of us 
And it also secures the future of the service as well. Absolutely. And that's why I'm excited by Netflix, who are giving some customers, not all at the moment, but some customers on Android devices, the chance to try, um, if you like, a podcast-like experience of their content. So they've launched a test um, of an audio-only option of Netflix for mobile devices, initially for Android, that lets the user disable the video and listen to the audio only of a TV show or movie in the background. Now, they don't really know how many people would be interested in this. That's the whole point. But, of course, for us as blind people, that it certainly is of interest. Although you can actually do this at the moment, can't you? You can you can listen to the audio version. At the We've moment. been doing this for ages. Around. Yes, you yeah. can lock the phone and still listen to Netflix and the audio. If you've got audio description enabled, then, you know, it's all fine. I've been doing this for ages. But this is massive news as well. I think this could be... Um, this could make a huge difference to the amount of AD content that we do get because it is just like the audiobooks, as you said before, Stephen, you know, when audiobooks were uh, just for us, just on cassette and CD and about a thousand mm-hmm. volumes and whatever. But then audiobooks with the thanks to services like Audible, uh, they just took off and people realized, you know, I can listen to this when I'm at the gym, when I'm driving, whatever. And that made a real difference to the whole price of audiobooks and the availability of audiobooks. And I think this is exactly the same when it comes to audio description because people will realize, you know what, I can watch, if you like, a TV program and that audio description makes it, I don't even have to look at it. I think this will, I'm hoping anyway, I'm hoping this will turn people onto audio description. I don't think it's going to change Netflix's... Um, is that a thing? Can you say Netflix's? Netflix I, I think it is, for the plural. Is it? Right. Okay. Well, well I don't think that sounds right either, to be honest. Um, but what Netflix people can do, <laughs> say that, uh, is they can go on to this app, they can select a video off button, and they can use the, you know, the, the, the audio only. And what happens is it automatically puts on audio description. So the audio description essentially fills in those gaps for people who are listening, who would wonder what's going on, you know, visually on the film. Uh, Mark, I've got to ask you this question because you're the one amongst us who would, who's the, the one used to all of this in that sense. W- would you try this? Would you want this? Um, I don't, I don't think it would, it's a life changer for me in any way, shape or form. Mm. I mean, I, I think about it. I mean, it's like you said about the, the audiobook thing. When Audible made audiobooks, you know, less of a thing that were... They made them you know, sexy, uh, let's be honest. Audio well, they, ju- they just sexy. said it was for everyone. You know, they said, look, if you're out for a run or you're out running in your car, you can enjoy the book. If Netflix are doing this with their video content, it makes so much sense, right? Because a lot of people might prefer just to listen to content. And I'm wondering if, I mean, if you look a little bit further here, if there is a chance of seeing Apple Glass this year, and other companies coming along with you know wearables that are like that, where you're not going to see anything on, on a screen, but you are going to hear out of them, then perhaps Netflix are trying to jump on that bandwagon now. You know, here, have our content. This will work. Um, and that, that, I think, is a great thing. I mean, the reason I'm so excited about it is because it puts audio description in mainstream environments. Absolutely. And I think that's the difference, because a lot of people, you know, if you, if you Google audio description on any platform, uh, if you're on Google and you, you say audio description on Apple TV, what you'll get is someone saying, how do you turn this thing off? Exactly. That's all you ever get. <laughs> how do I turn this off? This drives me insane. Why is this person telling me what's going to happen in the movie? Uh, it's and a of course, positive. That's... People need to get it. Posi- I want to go back yeah. to Mark because, Mark, you were so dismissive then. You upset me, I'll be honest. What? 
It's not a change of view. But that's that is the typical response. I know. But I'm not it's the a type disgrace. of person that passively. I don't passively listen to TV. Uh, there's a lot of people who you know do a lot of stuff during the day, and they're they're kind of listening to TV shows, so it, they they can actually you know they care about it. I don't do that. So for me, it's like meh. Yeah, I also don't listen to podcasts. You know, I listen when I'm in the car and I'm out and about. I just have music going. I don't well, except uh, Double Tap Canada, of course, yeah, the obviously. best podcast I don't in the world. To that? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, too but... busy listening to MHKBDBD or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, you know exactly. Stevens who he up is. with it. <laughs> listen, I think it could be it could be huge because it it's, it, it shows people the benefits of AD. And look, when you yeah. get caught in a binge, right? When you you're just one more episode, just one more episode. Now you can go to bed and just have it on and listen to it while you're sleeping. It's amazing. I I, I really hope this is going to catch on. And this is for selfish reasons, obviously, because it does mean yeah. that AD will come about for most content then. But I honestly do you think like? this is do you know a do you know like? It's like It's like when I, I'm a country music fan, right? And that I, I can only apologise to everybody who has taste. But, um, <laughs> but for me, I like it. And it's like when I go into and you don't get a lot of this here, in, in Scotland or in the UK, if you go into a store or well, in those days, remember those days when you could go to a store? Those were no. great days. Um, you could um, go into a store and you'd hear music on. And if you heard the singer that you had been listening to for years, but nobody else had really known about, if ever you mentioned the name Luke Bryan, say, nobody knew who on earth you were talking about. Um, and you heard it, you'd be like, oh, can you hear that? Can, can yes. you hear that? It's really good, isn't it? It's really good. It's like that. You know, it's just like you want. You want other people to experience what you've experienced and see what they think. So I think that's kind of where this is going. Another feature of this that is going to be interesting, if you remember last year, they brought in the variable speed playback as well. Yeah. Um, so that, again, will work in really well with this because a lot of blind people especially you know, will use this feature because we like to listen to things faster. Um, I like to listen to this show twice as fast while it's going on. It's hilarious. It is, <laughs> but especially, especially as it goes along. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Thought I'd go for a second round of that yeah. one. We ignored it. So, uh, look, we're going to get on with the feedback in a minute because we've been getting lots of you getting in touch. Again, like I say, some of you have been buying again, quite right as well. Uh, we'll hear about your purchases, your presence over the holiday season, and also some of your questions as well. All that coming up on uh, Double Tap Canada. If you want to get in touch, please do. Call the usual number, email the email address, tweet us, do whatever you like. Get in touch and... Uh, Tell Sean he's just wrong about everything. You're wrong, Sean. Everything. You're just wrong. I know. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. Hey, Double Tappers. Want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. Oh, do you know, I am so unprepared for this show this week. It is an absolute disgrace. I'll be amazed if I'm on air next week, only because I'll forget to turn up. That's, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, so, Mark, you're going to have to count me out on the show today because I've got no idea when our show No, no, I just texted you saying that Lifetime is running. So, if you, Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. Oh, well, see, there you go. I'm so unprepared, I don't even read my messages or uh, indeed communicate. Who needs to communicate off the show? We just talk on the air. I think that's the best way. Uh, Lifetime isn't working. I can't get it to work. So Maybe it's all your working. fault. Oh, oh, the port forwarding. Okay. Oh, so here, okay, the, the, this okay, is, we're going to do forwarding's the, not going to work. We're going to do on. this. We're going to do this the traditional way, folks. Uh, we are going oh. to Stephen in, in three, two, one. It's going to be thirteen minutes now. Excellent. Okay, Brilliant. There we go. Okay, I'm perfect. all over it. Okay. Um, I'll set a timer. Did you? 
No. Okay. Uh, right. Shall we? Um, <laughs> shall we get? We'll get a voicemail on first because this one I think is, is going to intrigue you all. Uh, so this is this is our first voicemail that we got in of 2021. It's Marks of Yale, and yes, you have my permission if you want to put this on air. I just wanted to congratulate the three of you since all three of you had a hand or a voice or more than just a hand in the It's a Wonderful Life production. And I love the fact that Sean and Stephen, the two of you were just amazing. It was like old times listening to the two of you banter back and forth. You would feed off each other and yes, you were reading lines, but you still managed to feed off each other and I thought it was wonderful. And Mark, I would love to hear more of the tech stuff because, my God, the post-production that you had to do with that thing must have been (laughs) mammoth. Anyway, I I just wanted to say how much I really enjoyed this wonderful life. Thank you. Thank you, Marsha. That's very nice. She was being nice to us there. I know. Is it... Can we people still hear that if they want to? Is that around anywhere? Uh, that's a good question. I think there was a limited number of airings that we were allowed to use, um, but we'll, we'll we'll check on that and we'll Is see. Is that because uh, we were so bad? No, it was just because it we once. were so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, we don't want to put people to shame. Yeah, I mean, we were clearly the best in it. I thought. I mean, I that makes so. perfect sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Kelly and Ramia, they were all right, <clears throat> but um, you know. <laughs> I think we were all right. I think we were pretty good as well. We um, I think Mark deserves a round of applause, though, for that yeah. show, to be honest, because oh, what did I do? how you did what you did <laughs> to make that not sound like a car crash was incredible. I mean, it was a car, it, it, to me, could have been a car crash inside a dumpster fire, but it, it wasn't. It was absolutely incredible. Um, it was a great show. I, I love being part of it. We're, we're going to do more of them, Mark, aren't we? Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's I heard someone say end. something about research for next year, and that's when I hung up the phone. I mean, I'm yeah. not really, I'm not entirely sure what was going on there, but uh, it scared. Are you know, me. blocking all calls out of Toronto is that what you? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm scared. Help. <laughs> no, it was good. It was great fun to be involved in a very, uh, a very nice. Thing. It's funny. I listened to it three times because I listened to it, and then I listened to it with my wife, and then I listened to it with my mother. And uh, all of them uh, cried. <gasps> oh, with embarrassment or yes, yes, uh, at, at my performance <laughs> as E. I think I think the bit that Sean enjoyed most though was p- playing. Uh, what was it? My boss or my? You were God, I think, in some way. I was the all, superintendent of Angels. Uh, therefore, technically, your boss, Stephen. Yeah, you it loved was that. Beautiful, bit, didn't you? I did. It didn't last long <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh dear. Um, but yes, that was a, was great to be involved in. Right, look, let's get some other emails, and uh, we've got some tech questions. Oh, is this where I, I come in? That's where you come in, yeah. See how I, I just lead you in. I do that radio. I'm trying to. Throw out I'm to trying to fix. I'm trying to, to fix universe. things here. I'm trying to fix. No, you're, time you're and... trying to. You're trying to boot camp. Your <laughs> no, MacBook I haven't. I haven't Pro. done that yet. I haven't done that yet. You're trying to play but games gonna, on a Mac. I am going to text you. <laughs> I'm going to text you a new IP address for live times. Oh, come on. What? Right, okay. Yeah, Do that during the show. Yeah, are we on air? Uh, I'm right on it. This comes in from David Smith. Is this the right one, I guess? I guess I'll start with that one because it it is first in line here. Uh, David Smith, uh, Happy New Year to all of you. I've got a question for you with the hope that you'll have a quick and simple answer. 
I've got I've trolled the internet, and there doesn't seem to be multiple ways of doing this as of yet. I have not found an accessible one. Uh, I use my hotmailoutlook.com as my primary email and contacts with this all syncing nicely on my Windows laptop and my iPhone SE 2020. However, I have about 70 contacts that are on my phone that are not in my Hotmail contacts. This is because when I got my first iPhone several years ago, it didn't fully understand the Apple ecosystem and that I had to set my iPhone to use my Hotmail contacts rather than Apple contacts. I have exported both my Hotmail and iPhone contacts to CSV files due to the difference in title structure, though it's all going to take ages to migrate them manually. I'm wondering before I spend all this time doing this, if there was a quicker, more accessible option that I've not stumbled upon. Mm. Wow. There must be. There must be. There must be an app out there that will merge different contacts. Um, I, but off the top of my head, I don't know one. So I think we're going to have to throw this one <laughs> There out. must Unless be a solution. Do, I just don't know what it is. No, no. Yeah. But, <laughs> I guarantee you there's a solution. Who knows? There must be Maybe. one on the iPhone is what I'm saying, and, and therefore more likely to be accessible. Um, because otherwise you will have to go through the CSV files and manually uh, merge them, which, Oof. as you said, would take some time. Especially if, just delete the seven contacts. That's what I would do. It was 70, it was not 7. It was 7 oh, zero. Right. Oh, okay. Delete them all. 70, right. Yeah, Start just delete the lot. If they need you, they'll get you. Um, no, I, I agree. I think that the one thing I've done for a number of years now is just basically end up with contacts all over the place. You know, I've got contacts on various work accounts, on my phone, and I cannot... I think that the other thing is often trying to work out where um, the contacts live initially because, for example, on the iPhone... You cannot tell where a contact lives, which account it's associated with. It just all gets merged into one. Now, if I'm honest, it doesn't really make any difference, as long as it's on my phone. The problem is when you're on, say, uh, a PC and you're using Outlook. If you need those contacts in there, that can be a problem. I mean, the way I was thinking of doing it was just essentially starting afresh with all my contacts that I needed to keep, just put them all into Exchange and the ones I need in there. But... I don't know. It's, it's, it's such a mess now. Um, there is actually a quick way on the Mac to do it, which is just to grab everything from the Contacts app. You can actually see, it, it does lay out which account has what contacts. And you can just sort of select the whole lot and drag them to another account and do it that way. That's easy, but that's on the Mac. Uh, Windows, I'm not so sure about it. Is there a Contacts app on the Windows? There, there, is, there is something on Windows. There is a Contacts app. There is. Um, but then you've got that, and then you've also got your Outlook or Office address book as well, um, which all should be synced yeah. anyway. But it just gets so complicated. But as you said, David, if you if you Google it, there are so many different ways to do it. I, um, I mean, I haven't used iTunes in a long time, but it used to be that if you connected your iPhone to your computer using a you know a Lightning to USB cable, open up iTunes and go to the info. Um, part of your iPhone on the screen. Um, there was a sync contacts option, and uh, sync to Outlook was one of the options in there. Now, I haven't used iTunes in so long, I don't know if that's still the case, um, but that may be something to look into, because um, that would take all your contacts that are currently on your iPhone and sync them into, or I would hope, merge them into your um, Outlook uh, contacts. So, that's one way that may be worth looking into. Um, I've got an app. When I was switching between Android and iPhone, I downloaded an app called My Contacts Backup. Um, now, 
it's an incredibly simple app. There's just one button on it, backup. Um, it tells you how many contacts you have, and you hit the backup button, and it, it creates a, um, a a virtual card, a contact card, a VCF file. And you can uh, once it does that, you then get another button which says email, and you email it to yourself. Now, I don't think currently Outlook supports importing of VCF files, which is really annoying, but I know you can import them into Windows. Um, open up File Explorer, go to C, Users, whatever your name is, and Contacts, and then go to Import. That may be another way to do it, but I think basically all that does is create it, uh, turn it into a CSV file, which you say you've already done. So, look, it, it's, it is a bit of a... It's so complicated, not a bit. It is so complicated. I would have hoped that the or if you go into settings and contacts and set your default account to your Outlook for your contacts, that it should merge anyway any contacts on your iPhone back into Outlook. I, sh- I would have thought it worked both ways, but to be honest, I just don't know. Um, yeah, I think this is one we're going to have to throw it out to our listeners. Um, if anyone's gone through this and found a accessible way to do it, then uh, let us know and let David know. Feedback at ami.ca. Okay, any other uh, questions, comments this week? Come on. Uh, let's see, we've got something from Skipper. Um, uh, oh, this is Rebecca Skipper, yeah. Uh, I got interested in the Mac M1 chip when I heard it could run iOS apps. My parent gave me the MacBook Air for Christmas, and I'm still learning how to use it. I love the consistency of voiceover commands across OS. Is there a bug in Big Sur when it comes to the VO command? Sometimes pressing caps lock space does not work, so I try control option space. Sometimes only the enter key works. I've seen instances in Windows where the space bar will not work with some buttons, and you have to use the enter key. Are there any good MP3 tutorials for the Mac? I love how the Mac seems to recognize and connect to my home network automatically once my account was activated on the Mac. Uh, my parents also bought me the Beats Flex, and I love the sound quality when listening to podcasts and using voiceover. I have not experienced any lag, though, through my SC2020. doesn't reconnect automatically all the time. I bought the HomePod Mini and love the sound quality of the speaker for podcasts. Do you use the Mac for everything? What word processor do you use? And do you like using Word and Google apps on the Mac? I feel fortunate to have the opportunity to learn Mac and still use Windows. Happy New Year and live long and prosper. Wow. Is that a Star Trek reference? It, oh, yes, yes, it, it, is. Is. it is. Get that out of there immediately. I do not want that <laughs> oh on this program. God, it's disgraceful. It is, God, I, I want doing... Rebecca's parents to adopt me for one thing. Last wow. week, last week, I sat down and I watched Star Wars Episode One, and well, that, uh, that was your mistake. I'm also, yeah. yeah, you so you said, but I, I, I have no idea what was going on. There was a, there was a pedal bin that was talking. There was a, a, a <laughs> robot uh, made of of uh, tin foil. <sighs> Um, it made no sense to me whatsoever what was going on. So I thought, nah, forget it. Well, at least you tried. Anyway, more to the point. <laughs> right, Rebecca's Congratulations, questions. Rebecca. You've got a great computer. Uh, didn't you just get a Surface? Do I remember as Rebecca yeah, got a Surface right. at some point? She's so you've got, got the PC, She's you've like got the Mac. You. I know. It's great, isn't it? Um, so voiceover. All right. First off, um, you've got to use command option. Uh, sorry, control option, I should say. Um, as your voiceover keys. Um, so control option is the ones you're looking for. If that's uh, Maybe you're having issues there. Um, it's very difficult in a couple of minutes to try and explain some of the <laughs> challenges that come along with voiceover. There are many. Um, 
So to but, activate yeah. a button was what she was asking there. How do you, is it VO enter or is it VO space? How do you activate a button once you're focused upon it? Uh, well, again, this is, maybe it is a bug. I think certain, it depends on if it's on the website, for example, um, it can be rather tricky using VO space. It doesn't always do it. So sometimes you've got to hit enter um, on its own. Um, yeah, it's not, there are challenges with that. I mean, that's what she's essentially Rebecca saying. Sometimes one works, sometimes the other works. You've just got to kind of try and figure it as you press go. Press everything. Just press everything, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Until it clicks. Um, as for the, uh, you mentioned MP3 tutorials. Um, there are a lot of tutorials. AppleViz is the place I would recommend anybody to go. I found that website brilliant for getting information. So just spend some time on AppleViz. Type in tutorial. Uh, you, you even have to do that, to be honest. On the homepage, there's often forum topics and people who've written articles for the website that, that do go through all of this. And that's what I used actually last year to try and kind of get my head around it. Um, so, yeah, I would start there, applevis.com, great website. As for the Beaks Flex, we can fall out over that one. Get the Ooh. AirPods Max, they're much better, in my opinion. Or the, okay, or the AirPods Pro, you know, whatever. But Beaks Flex, it's just the sound quality. I'm not keen on Beats sound quality. That's just for me. That's too bassy for me. But it's everyone else, you know, everyone's into their own thing. That's because um, you're listening to country music. Dolly Parton needs no bass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not when you're using a guitar. There's no bass with a guitar. Um, and the HomePod Mini, yes, it's absolutely amazing. Do I use the Mac for everything? Um, kind of, except for playing games, it would seem. Um, yeah, I think I probably do use the Mac for everything nowadays. In fact, if I'm honest, if my, my other job didn't require a PC, I'd be using the Mac all the time. Um, word processor, I use Word. I do like Word, although, to be honest, I just tend to stick with text edit. I know you're the same on the, the PC side, isn't Notepad for Notepad you? Notepad is fine. Yeah, all I need. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. And I don't touch the Google apps because they're um, terrible. not the easiest. Yeah, no, they're not, not the, not the easiest. more generous than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, that is it for our show this week. Uh, thank you once again. I will be more prepared next time round. I don't lie to us. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. I, I did promise I was going to be honest this year, didn't I? Uh, okay, well, yes, we are going to be back next week with lots more stuff. Uh, do keep your contacts. Your contacts? Oh, still wow! <laughs> Contact coming, or oh, whatever. We'll be back next week. Mark, Sean, thank you guys. Thank Are you. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Thanks for listening, and keep your feedback coming. Call one eight four four nine seven one one nine 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 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week. Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. I'm Margaret Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.